What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. This is Mamak Sessions. My name is Jenny Boy. What's up? What's up? My name is Ryan. Finally back yes. in the studio. Got a good friend to speak to today, but before we go on, here's an intro you can bang your head to. Go! How have you been, Ryan? I haven't seen you in uh, two months. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I've been working from home, la, as you know, of course, because yeah. you're my boss. But <laughs> <laughs> wow, I've been doing work, okay? Just let you know. Honestly, I find it, honestly, I find myself more productive working at home. Not gonna lie. What's that supposed to mean? Uh, You know, I just get more work done. At home? At, okay, la, I both also got to do work. La. Huh? <laughs> I didn't, like, I, okay, <laughs> I didn't realize this, but. When we came to the office, one of the chairs were missing. Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, uh, you, you know, you got to have a nice seat to sit on <laughs> okay. so that you can work, you know, better and more productively. I love know? how you're using company property, the company <laughs> truck to take the, <laughs> the company, company chair, chair. <laughs> back home. Well done. Hey, plus it's all for company work. <sighs> yes. Why. Okay, okay. Anyways, today, ladies and gentlemen, we have a very good friend on the show. Um, I, I would say that, you know, this person and me, we go way back. Well, Ryan knows him as well. He's a buddy, buddy filmmaker, budding film. Dude, is that the right word? Budding? budding? I, I think it's more than budding. It's quite a, I would say it's quite a accomplished. Yeah. Established. Established know, filmmaker. In, in industry, yeah. Uh, won awards overseas. Started in the YouTube scene together with us as well. And uh, he's here right now. Ladies and gentlemen, let's give a big warm welcome from Grim Film. We have Jared. Hello, hello. <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. Otherwise known as Coco. Coco. <laughs> Coco, very long now appear. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> that, was your, that was your personal last time, right? You always yeah. come, hi, Coco here. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How have you been, man? Oh, my God. Uh, MCO and everything. It's crazy la, this year. Yeah, man. Crazy. How has, the, how has the new normal affected you so far? Um, I think like what Ryan said earlier, <laughs> you may be actually be more productive, more productive at home. At home. Yeah. Right. I think in terms of writing mm-hmm. and just being creative, right? There's no distraction. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and no distraction means no job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that went, that went downhill so fast, dude. It's like, wow, wow, wow. Bam. <laughs> when but, reality hits, right? It hits really hard, la, man. But really, um, you, re- you realize like work actually is sort of a distraction when you try to be creative lah. Mm. Right? Uh, yeah. It's I, I feel right, like uh back in the old days, you know, when we were in college and then our seniors lah, let's say our yeah. people that are working, they're so uh like okay, I call these people very traditional. They are office work nine to five and that's like what you need to do. I feel like our generation has kind of like switched that up a little bit. You know, we tend to think that we tend to work much better when we are uh, on our own and when we're more comfortable like, in our different different places. Like sometimes like, oh, I need to work, I, I, need, to, I need to go for a break or I need to work uh, at a coffee area or mm. Starbucks to get inspiration, that kind of thing. Maybe it's a creative thing, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I think when we started in 2011, it was, it was that first weird 
batch lah, of people. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it's like um, you know, I don't want to work for a company. I want to come out start my own <laughs> company. That kind of thing. Which uh, I'm not sure whether it applies to all a lot of uh, industries lah. Like for us, it's a bit different because YouTube was a sort of like a very new thing at that point of time. Yeah. And then like nobody knew what it was, and we were the first. actually to be honest, right? Jared uh, was one of the first Malaysians to basically produce uh, a viral YouTube video. No, I mean like. Yeah, I'm not sure if anybody knows this, but like his video was the first one that basically blew up in Malaysia. Which one was that? It was uh, the long distance relationship. I I don't know if I could claim it to be the first one. Okay, like maybe within our circle. Yeah. I mean, that or, one day we were like, whoa, what's this? Oh, the Grimm film. Uh, or maybe like it's the first short film la, that yeah. did like, uh, viral. Is yeah. that the one where the, it's played through the cassette? Was it a CD or cassette, that one? Yeah, so it was just ah. on the laptop and Ah, I remember yeah. I remember that one. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, like so, watching so the videos of the of the person, yeah. Yeah, yeah for yeah. the so for those of you listening, um it, it it's actually a film about uh, it, well, long distance relationship, but there's a <laughs> hidden meaning to it. It's Jared, would you care to explain? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, your watch, first watch your the film, guys. <laughs> not ready to not ready to dig up the past. Oh. Uh, but we, but we, yeah. We sound so old, right? Like mm-hmm. oh, when we first started. Yeah. <laughs> Nine years already, right? Uh yeah. Oh my god. Man, it's almost your, a decade. Oh, your bulb just blew. Yeah, uh, it's it's okay. A lot of things blows <laughs> over here. <laughs> we just we just go with it. We just go with it. <laughs> right. Uh it, I guess it's about the long distance relationship or rather it's like a misdirection in terms of the storytelling wise. And then there's a plot twist in the end. Uh it's already a nine year old video, so who cares? Uh, so basically, one person's dead. <laughs> 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 Spoiler alert! But yeah, you know. Yeah, and and um, it's just made in a way to make people feel as though they are communicating through uh online. That yeah. time maybe Skype. Yeah. Or Skype around 2011. I yeah. think God lah, but yeah, like, yeah. a really well, bad connection Skype lah. That time yeah. I think lah. And then uh, plot twist. One person's dead. <laughs> <laughs> and everything they were talking to is all recordings. Yeah, it's actually on a CD where you burn CD. I don't think we burn CD anymore. Man, no, I we don't. I the last time I burned a CD, man. I, uh, <laughs> there was one day when I went for an event. I think this was like maybe a couple of years, three years back. And then I think we were supposed to go somewhere and kind of like yeah. give a, do a screening at some college. Uh. Right. Then the audio technician, the, the, I remember the, the student said, oh, my AV technician, or the, one of the staff, my AV technician is going to come and assist you. Then he come to me and then he looked at my thumb. I gave him my thumb drive. He looked at yeah. me. Hey, you bully burn the cut to CD. Get out to DVD player. You bully burn ta. And I'm like, oh I looked at my laptop. I was like, okay, there, there, I, there's, there's, there's nothing there. <laughs> no more. Yeah. And, and I was like making calls back and forth. Like, hey, anybody, anybody got a DVD burner? And everybody started laughing at me. And after that, you know, he obviously, when he asked for it, they have it. Lah. So he brought his really old IBM laptop. Oh my God. We, we, we had to basically copy our file into the laptop. And then go really actively go out and look for a store that still sells CDs. CDs. Oh my god! Yeah, Crazy, man. I yeah. feel like Bro. CDs really obsolete really these yeah, days. Way. Like the only CDs you ever buy is probably like for your PS4 or like yeah. Blu-ray Blu-ray CDs. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. You don't really buy CDs much anymore. Yeah. I I have a feeling if the PS5 comes out, I don't think they're gonna sell CDs anymore. Yeah, but they probably have that compartment lah. That's true. I think they might still do it because like they they still need like people to go to shops and stuff like that. Yeah. I think they will go. Okay. I was well, we talk about games. Collectors are collectors. Mm, true collectors. Yeah. Mm. Maybe they'll do whatever Nintendo Switch did. You know, they they freaking create their own proprietary memory stick. It, then then you basically 
slot that into your PS5, and that's that's your that's your game disc. Yeah, maybe I don't know, but I don't see that happening. I still think it's gonna be a CD. Yeah. Okay. I think because like Japan, it, CD is still popular. Like buying an album. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's like a collector. The famous yeah. Shibuya Crossing. They have that whole building just filled with CDs. Mm. Is that the porn building? No, no, no. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Everything the, there is related to but, porn. But porn <laughs> also they still buy the CD. CD. Yeah. Why? Because you know why? It's oh I don't I don't know. I don't know. Why why Jin? Oh. You can't keep it. You see, you it. can't you see like imagine this. Maybe if they downloaded it and they kept it in their computer folder, if it's a family computer, everybody has access to it. But if you buy a CD, you can only watch it when you slot it in. Mm. I don't know lah, I'm talking cock lah. <laughs> Have you ever been to that, that building, that porn building in, what, what was it ah? Uh? Is it Shibuya? Uh, that's in Akihabara. Yes, yeah. Akihabara. Seven floors, yeah. Dude. Seven floors of porn. Seven floors. Seven yeah. yeah. That's a lot of porn, man. Dude, it's like, okay, uh, I walked in there with Michelle. Yeah. At first we be shy, shy. Then I'm like, hey, don't let me go in alone lah. Then we went in and Michelle felt awkward because she was the only girl in there. Yeah. Then after that, there were a bunch of girls that came in also with their boyfriends. Oh my God. So it's like every floor is different. The first floor is CDs. The second floor is like toys. The third floor is BDSM. Mm-hmm. The fourth floor is like- um, There's costumes. Yeah, oh costumes. There's sex dolls. And there's even like, it's so weird. We were just, we were so like, like uh, intrigued. Then if you go higher, okay. I'm not sure whether it's correct to say that the, the higher you go, right? The more weird it gets. There's a basement floor. There is? <laughs> there's, there's like, it's not creepy enough so, that you gotta go to the so basement floor. So you enter floor. to the safe zone, right? The CDs where you know, the usual porn stuff. And yeah. as you go up, you get like the toys and the costumes and what? Why am I explaining like <laughs> <laughs> Look, look, trust me. Everybody who, everybody who goes to Japan confirm go there one. They just don't admit yeah. any. Yeah. And then if you go basement, uh-huh. you get all the weird stuff. Like the extreme, the, the extra weird one. The uh. extreme the, stuff. The alien tentacle shit. Uh, uh. You get the old woman, old uncle. Oh um, my God. Was there, ever, was, like, there what, was there supposed to be a secret door that goes to the basement? Because I didn't see that basement. I went there twice. Uh, what, no, it's, it's wow, just, one time uh, not enough for you, is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's just behind. There's one stairs. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty weird. Like uh, there's one floor, right? Where um, it's... <sighs> <laughs> What's that sound? <laughs> they sell used underwear. Oh my god! Oh yeah, yeah. And then they, they even put it in a gacha machine where you put the coin in. And then you get uh, a random yeah. underwear. Yeah, like oh a capsule my god. Will come out, but they put the pictures of the girl. Yeah, yeah. They, they won't show the face. They won't show the face. Of course, they will just show the girl wearing it. And then yeah, and then that is it. Just got really weird. I mean, like okay, and then we just walked out. And then it's it's literally it's, it's out of nowhere and it's right it's like smack in the middle of Akia Bara. After you walk down the road, right, it's all your your arcade shops, really your your Sega, or whatever. It's like a, like almost in the same row. Oh my yeah. god! That's have so you cool. ever been to Japan, right? Yeah, I've been to Japan, but I've never been to this <laughs> magical pawn store before. Yeah, yeah. Why? Oh, you went your parents? Is yeah, it? My, mom, my brother. Like, I'm not gonna go. Hey, mom, can we go and you know check out the pawn store? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but yeah, that that was my experience. I went in with uh, Michelle, so yeah. you know, as long as she gives approval to walk in, I'm like. Hey. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Did there, you there was this uh thing that happened. I went there with Marianne, right? Mm. And then I think I got a little too excited with the boys, then we disappeared <laughs> upstairs. <laughs> and then she was left alone for a while. Oh no. Maybe she was uncomfortable, but someone actually started jacking off beside her. Oh what my god. Heck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like maybe some 
of those loner guys, they were like really okay. But this is definitely not allowed in the store, la, Like no, of course not. Yeah, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah, she, he he was like looking at Marianne and just like oh my and god, Marianne like screamed that he just ran out of the store. Oh my god, oh my god, yeah. that's like oh. But the store, the the store clerk or everything, they didn't see other. They didn't see like he secretly like you know. Oh my god, like wearing the trench coat, like show style. Like, that is it. I I think it was like a working adult, and then he just got his penis out. Oh my god, <laughs> yeah, that's. <gasps> <laughs> no so censorship, right? Oh, oh my God. man! Oh, okay. That 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 that, that must okay, be that traumatic. Quite tra- yeah, this might, might be quite traumatic, like, Yeah, quite traumatizing. I yeah. mean, like, I mean, okay. Look, I mean, we're just talking. I mean, every <laughs> every Malaysian this really dark <laughs> topic. <laughs> It's it's like it's like it's like uh you know every Malaysian that goes there it's like an experience you know what I mean yeah, it's like a yeah. yeah everybody talks about it yeah everybody will come and hey, uh because you know why I went and I real and I noticed it so prominently it's because every time my friends go hey there's this building uh, it's like seven seven levels of porn yeah. then I'm like huh then when you're there it's like oh okay it's crazy dude and it's like it's open everybody's open about it there yeah. and a- and apparently when you when you walk around Japan right I'm not sure how true this is but you know if you're Japanese and you're listening to this podcast. We, we we mean no offense, okay? We're not here to offend <laughs> you. But they you have you ever come across these people giving you tissue papers? Yeah. Yeah, uh, a packet of tissues. Yeah. It's, it's oh, advertisement, no. la, actually. Ah, advertisement. Yeah. But like like some person told me mm-hmm. that uh some of these people giving out tissue packs, right? Right. Are actually talent scouts. Oh, oh yeah. to look for like porn stars. Yeah. Oh. And then there was after that, you know, there, there was a part of the time there was this news online saying that oh uh Jap Japan was looking for more male, male actors yeah. because yeah. you know they have a lot of female actors, but they don't have any male actors. Yeah. So yeah. So and then I, I spoke to a friend about it, and then we started talking about how they give out these tissue papers. So let's say for example they come up to you, right, and they kind of give you this tissue paper. It's kind of they are subtle way of saying, "Hey man, I think you got some, you you got talent, uh. You wanna, you <laughs> so, wanna, yeah. So when they give you tissue, you were quite proud, uh. <laughs> I had to pay for it. <laughs> What? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, they came to me to give tissue, right? Then I was like, oh, thank you. It's like, then they asked for money. I was like, oh, okay. But I didn't know. When, when I was walking there, I, w- I never right. knew about it until right. after I came back from Japan. Yeah. Then it, so I don't know. I'm not sure whether it's true or not. It could be a myth. Uh, according to a Shogo, Japanese friend, he says that there's a lot of companies that give out tissue as a form of commercial. Mm-hmm. Cause there's commercial, so not only looking for talent, la, Yeah. So it's like, yeah, like you know, people give flyer, but then yeah. you just give so something more useful, use la. Yeah, yeah. So you yeah, don't yeah. throw it away straight. That's true. That actually makes sense, cause you know, if you get free tissue, you can keep it in your bag, right? Yeah. If you get a flyer, what you like, yeah. the next minute you're just gonna throw it down the rubbish. Yeah, correct. Isn't that's very interesting. Yeah, that right? makes sense actually. Mm. Yeah, it's like, it's, yeah, different cultures. How interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And like, upon that incident, I actually asked like all the female, uh, Japanese girls, females that I met. And they say that at least once in their life, they actually experience this kind of thing where they get flashed <gasps> or, or they get groped or they get, uh, they see a guy jacking off to them in a train. Oh, wow. In a train? Yeah. Like in, in the, public? Yeah. So, so it's, it's a thing. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. But so, like, do people like not like try to stop them or like? I mean, like if I see a random guy like taking his dick <laughs> out in the train, I'll be like, yo, yeah. dude, you know, you... <laughs> Hey, what the fuck are you doing, man? <laughs> I, I think they really like enclose and just want that girl's attention. Oh my yeah, god. So oh, wow. it's quite bad. I mean, or maybe I just met the, the girls who were victims of these things. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's that's Oh, okay. Never mind. That's and we and, and, and we ended there. <laughs> hey, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Wrong solid. We ended we ended there. Okay, we ended there. Okay. Japan's a beautiful country, by the way. <laughs> 
<laughs> it is a very nice place. I really, really like Japan. Yeah, I mean, like apart from all that, yeah, the food's great. Yeah, the the food's great. Girl, girls, amazing. Guys are amazing. Their culture is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh man. Okay, okay, let's cut. <laughs> yeah, but okay, Jared. I, I actually when I when I got in touch with Jared, I mean, I didn't say that. Hey, let's come on the podcast and talk about Japan and porn. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That was like really random. We went off tangent. Um, now, uh, <laughs> the too far. Yeah. <laughs> now we're like going completely the other side. <laughs> uh, the reason why I got to touch because okay, um, well, if you're listening and and you're not aware, so I think about almost, I was was it three? Has it is it been three years? Um, coming coming to three years. Two years plus. Two years plus. So about almost about two years plus ago, uh, I think you broke the news that you you had cancer, and I think before you went public about it, uh, you know, I think you just basically told your, uh, I mean, the circle of friends we were in, and all of us were like in shock because like, I I I was like in shock. I was like, oh my god, it's like it's it's he's my friend, you know. Yeah. You know, we all grow up thinking that, no lah, you know, we all grow up with friends, right? Our circle yeah. of friends will yeah. all grow old and go crazy and 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 live or grow old and die again and whatever not and and then suddenly this type of news breaks out. I I I don't know. I didn't know how to react. And to be honest, it's like everybody's like, so what happens now, right? Yeah. And and it, it, automatically when someone hears someone's got cancer, straight away you think like, oh my god, is this person gonna die? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So rewind back, you know, to to when you basically found. I mean, how how did that come? What happened actually? Okay. Um. Yeah. I mean. Your point is right. Like we'll never think that one of uh someone that we know will have cancer mm-hmm. is something like a myth, right? Like yeah. oh, my great grandparents had cancer, or yeah. or like someone had cancer, and because of media, cancer equals death. Yeah, because mm-hmm. every time the character of cancer should die on. Yeah, 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 like media, not only just the news, but like Korean drama. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's like it's cliche. Yeah. yeah. Um. I guess it it all started from um, feeling this tugging feeling like down there. I have testicular cancer. Mm-hmm. I had, and um, and I wasn't sure if the size was right because one ball was like bigger than the other. Mm-hmm. I felt lah. I guess this topic relates back to the topic just now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, you know, you know. Seriously, you know. Wow. Despite the, so despite the fact that Jared was going through what he was going through, every time we ask him how he was, right, he freaking jokes about it. You know, and this is, and this is what basically got me to think like how I mean, someone's got he's wow, he's just really really positive about it and really strong about it. But anyways, yes, go on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, and then um I wasn't sure and I left it alone for like a month, I think. Okay. And just one night the tugging feeling got stronger. Mm. And and then I I told Marianne and Marianne was like Marianne easily panics lah. Even okay. even like if her forehead itchy, then she's like, oh shit. Public. Oh man, I hope I have a home to stay after this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Hi Marianne. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um 
And thank God I have a doctor friend mm-hmm. who, who was kind enough to give me a free examination. Uh, his name is Jinan. And then I just texted him and said like, hey, doctor, uh, we all call him doctor. Lah. Then um, I explained that I got this tugging feeling like down there. And then I wasn't sure if the size was normal. Mm-hmm. But it, it did feel like it was extra, extra large that you feel mm. like, oh shit. You know? It doesn't look too overly crazy. Yeah, la. yeah. and you don't always look at your balls. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so you can't really tell. Like your perspective also is like a bit yeah. hard to judge, yeah. right? And then you grab it, right? It's like, is this right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but until you learn how to check for it, then you know. So his he replied immediately, like, come over right now. And and normally he don't he he jokes about all the symptoms we mm. have one. La. Right. He's like, yeah, yeah, you're gonna die, yeah, yeah, gonna die. But <laughs> this is the first time he's like, come over now, let me let me just check. And then he tried to act calm, like everything. And then I have no idea what's going on. So I went into the room. He took a look at it and I saw his expression change, even though he he tried to like hide it. Uh. Yeah, he's mm. like, hmm. And I think he don't know how to break the news to me. And these are one and, and this doctor is one of your close friends. Yeah. We we grew up through high school together. Um and he says that uh I have my own theory on or like, you know, conclusion on things, but I think you should go find a professional, like a specialist in this area to check. Right. Because he's more like a surgeon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then he straight away asked his group of doctors and he found one really good specialist, Dr. Bajol, uh, oncologist. And then he says like, you go and go and meet this guy. Like, okay. you, meet, you make the appointment right now. So uh, it was late. Uh, we couldn't make an appointment. So... The next morning, uh, Mary and I just went and Jinan did give me a heads up. It's like, it might be just an infection mm-hmm. um, or uh, worst case scenario, it could be cancer. But w- were you in pain though? No. So the scary thing about cancer is uh, it doesn't hurt. If it hurts, it's more matter. So whenever parts of your body feel something and then I went I went for the checkup right and then the doctor asked the same thing like does it hurt then I said no then he's like most likely it's testicular cancer because okay. if it's cancer it doesn't hurt if it hurts it's just infection oh, I see okay. yeah. I see yes. that's a scary part of like how cancer yeah. will suddenly creep up on you because yeah. it doesn't hurt right that's and that's why, why people won't realize it yeah that's why the only two cancers that you can really check for is breast cancer and testicular cancer. If you know how to feel for it, you can catch it before it gets like mm. too late. Right. But if you get anything internal, you cannot tell until you start coughing out blood, like the drama. Mm. Um, oh, so that's real, the coughing out yeah, blood. Yeah. yeah, that's real. Like, Or if it gets really bad. Yeah. So that's the scary thing about cancer. Like, that's why it's like one of the top. So yeah, that's how I found out. And... Uh, because cancer is all about catching it early. Yes. Um, he measured that the size of my the testicle yeah. has reached a maximum size where it, it could be a stage four. Oh. oh. Yeah. Seven cm, seven centimeters is like, is like the maximum. 
That's huge, right? Yeah, that's, like, that's crazy. Like, yeah, I like sent large, I, extra large egg like that. Yeah, I I sent Gina a picture. So yeah, he I did. Know, I've seen I've seen that. <laughs> I, I, I was like, I asked him to come on the show, and the first thing he did was he sent me a picture. I was like, ah. Do you, do you want to know how I saw that picture? Yeah. I, okay. I was in. Uh, we were. I think we were all going to watch a movie, one of the premiere, and mm-hmm. I was yeah. having uh uh the Taiwanese food with Ruben. Mm-hmm. You know? And so happened these guys were there also. Yeah. And then we order, you know, the braised egg <laughs> with the rice. This, this guy, yeah, the Luro fan <laughs> with the braised egg, this guy just walks over to us. Hey, look like my testicle. <laughs> <laughs> the the oh my god. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I mean how often you get to see the insides of your testicle, right? Oh, <laughs> that's true though. I look at it, I was like, hey shit, it actually really looks like a <laughs> <quite laughs> like Yeah. I look also like almost the same. It's, it's just for me, for me it was it just I, I just found it how how uh how amazing it was that you know you were taking it very that you were taking it it was still your very jovial jovial self yeah was that i mean like i know this is going to be a very like straightforward question was that a way to cope i i feel like when you have a certain sickness Mm -hmm. um it's the people around you who who starts to feel sad yeah especially the ones who are close to you so I didn't want to add on to that plate, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um, and I I didn't even share the news. The moment I found out to my family, oh, like I was I didn't want a Hong Kong drama in the hospital mm-hmm. because <laughs> okay, <laughs> you know how they chase after the bed as you enter operating yeah. theater. <laughs> oh my god! My mom would hundred percent do that, like hundred ten percent. She oh would dear. cry all the way and they're going. I didn't want that kind of drama, lah. Okay? okay, I make drama, but I don't want that in my life. The kind where she tried to try to like yeah. make her way in, and the doctor's like, "No, yeah. ma'am, you got to stay outside yeah. here." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so. I decided to just be positive, lah. I mean, and during that time, everything of you know is uncertain. And if you are going to die mm-hmm. in the operating theater or whatnot, I don't want to be sad all the way until the moment I go. Yeah. So my mind was quite logical at that time. I was like, okay. I need to pass Marianne all my passwords, <laughs> uh, all my bank details, all this, all that. So, uh, and most importantly, all my ideas that never get to be made into film is in this folder. <laughs> oh, wow. uh, try to get my team to make it or send it out to whoever friends who make films who are willing to take it. Um, yeah, and, and that was very logical. And, and most of the time, I was just trying to comfort Marianne throughout the night. We mm. didn't sleep until it was... Uh, time to go into the theater uh, and pass that whole ordeal, right? <coughs> Actually, the, that whole process, it was painful. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was even more painful when you cannot take a painkiller after surgery because you Ooh. need to go for, um, what do you call that? The scan. The CT scan? Yes. The mm. hardcore CT scan where machines will poke needles oh. into oh, oh wow know, so it's like they put the fluid in there and yeah. then they scan for that fluid yeah, so yeah. I've got everything attached to me and they pump uh, orange liquid up my ass <laughs> oh my gosh and they asked me to keep it in because in they, your in, inside they fill, oh my they, God. Fill me, they fill me up mm. yeah so I had to hold it in and then uh, I get like really cold needles going in me 
Ooh. And that was crazy. Like, and this is like after coming out from the surgery. Surgery, yeah. yeah. Like, like, <laughs> immediate, like immediately or like, you know, a few hours? Like, uh, once the uh, anesthetic wore off, oh, wow. I, I was just like pushed there. So basically once you wake up, it's like, okay, round two. And then uh, they go and choo-choo uh, all oh, these things. Like, uh, I can't even turn because they cut, they didn't cut the testicle. They cut like above, um, mm. like right in between. Uh. Okay. Yeah. So there's a huge gash there. And so holding on the liquid, you know when you pump liquid into your yeah, you want to you, you, right? you want to shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you you have to go through this pain and you want to shit so bad. You want to shit so bad, and and, and then they're like, tahan, tahan, you it's gonna be over. That when it's over, right? <laughs> they pushed me to the toilet. I saw orange liquid dripping down the floor oh, as no. I like try to go and sit on the toilet bowl because I can't even walk. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. post-operation, right? Yeah. yeah. And then I have to push my shit up. <laughs> oh, my God. And the scar's like, whoa. Oh, oh my shit. God. The scar, wait, your scar open up. The, yeah, the, it's, the, it's like, the it's stitch like, open up, is it? It's like breathing. La. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Pressure, because you're, 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 you're yeah. applying pressure yeah, and blood man. is going there. It's crazy with that one. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and... Uh, even even describing this whole thing, I feel it still cannot fight what chemo did to me. Like it's a whole another level. Oh my god! So this you did chemo before or after this procedure? After, after this procedure, then yeah. you still had to go for chemo. Yeah. Ah. So usually they remove the tumor first, mm-hmm. and then chemo is to reset your system, like kill all the cancer the bad cells. cells. Right? Yeah. But I heard okay. So I don't know if it's myth or, or this is true or not. Like when you do chemo, like you say, it's to kill the bad cells, but yep. in the process, it kills whatever in that region also, right? Like Correct. It doesn't differentiate necessarily bad cell, good cell. They yep. just whatever, whack on you. Yeah. So chemo is like a forced reset. Good, bad, all gone. Yeah. Wow. And it's done through uh, uh, injection, is it? Or? Yeah. So mine was the drip. Mm. Yeah. So the they just drip a whole big bag of uh, the drug. Okay. Uh, and it doesn't kick you until I I would say like two hours in, because I felt like check chemo nothing, right? You know. Oh dear. And that night, oh my gosh. Yeah, I, I remember talking to you. You were telling me that uh, Marion was telling me that the whole week you were lethargic, you had no energy, and yeah. and, and asked, oh, is it okay? So like, yeah, I just went through a round of chemo. Yeah. I, wow. I said, how many how many rounds of chemo did you have to go for? Thank thankfully, I just did one. One. Once. Yeah. Just that just, one session. Just that one. But wow. I would say full recovery from that one session took me about four to five months. Okay. Wait, to cover from that one chemo session. Yeah. Oh to, my gosh. to get back to feeling like I'm me again. Like feeling fresher. Kind yeah. Of, yeah. So you're constantly hungry. Mm-hmm. Constantly feel like puking. Oh dear. Uh, cannot eat. Everything tastes weird to you. Um, and you constantly fart. The farts, they smell like some chemical. They oh, don't wow. smell like smelly fart. They smell so like sulfur. Oh man. Oh. Yeah. So Marianne had to go through that. Wow. Yeah. And the blanket, they sting like crazy. La. It's like next level. And uh, there's no sense of self. You feel uninspired. You don't feel creative at all. Zero. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't feel like doing anything. But at the same time, you need to do something to get time yeah. to pass. Yeah, so I was just force feeding myself with filmmaking podcasts, um, with uh, film tutorials. Right. Uh, because there was this fear that I cannot write again or I cannot be creative again after this. Right. You know? 
Yeah. So for the whole process, I mean, like, you know, what was your... Okay, obviously, I mean, like, this may sound like a very, like, you know, stupid question. Just go ahead. Yeah, like, but what were you feeling the entire time? Has that thought in your mind, like, hey, man, I don't think I'm going to make it. Right. Um, How does one... I mean, how did you... How does one come out of that? Because, like, the only reason why I'm asking this question is because, like, I'm just assuming that maybe... You know, I hope not. You know, some of our listeners maybe are going through this yeah. or they know of someone that's going through a, a, a phase of cancer. Yeah. So that's why I'm asking this question. Yeah. Um, it's very, very easy to feel like it's the end. It's very easy. And um, when you're going through something like that, it's also very easy to just uh, F it. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to like, why do I need to tolerate anyone? And you can just switch your personality and just be bad. Oh, so wow. that answering your earlier question, that's why I chose to stay positive because mm-hmm. I know it's just so easy, right? To like, oh, after all, I'm going through this. No one's going through this. You know, yeah. why should I? And why should I be kind anymore? Yeah. It's so easy to be a bad person. It's like, how, it's like, it's like they are like on the verge of just giving up. Like, Screw this. Like, yeah. you know, there's no point of me being doing whatever whatever you know i'm gonna die anyway you know they would think that way yeah and it's so easy to be so bitter in every situation because that might be easier for you to just like f you f you f you f you f you you know yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. i'm the one going through cancer not you the kind of thing yeah yeah so i i fought with myself internally and and it opened my eyes to like you know there's no uh, skill to who is going through a harder time than another. Mm-hmm. Cancer versus uh, having no money. Mm-hmm. You can't put that together uh, or it's an other sicknesses. You cannot because mm. everyone has their own journey and everyone's, uh, when you, everyone when you go through that certain something, it's a total different experience. Yeah. And it's up to you to take something from it and whether it's good or bad, that's your your decision. Mm-hmm. So I just fought myself and I saw that because of cancer, I started to prioritize like um, who I want to keep in my life and who I should just like spend less time with. Mm-hmm. You you sort of know like who's important to you. Right. And you, you don't have to please everyone. Yeah. I mean, your life is only so long, right? And you have only so much time. So prioritize what you really want to do like for me is chasing after filmmaking and on the side or above that is my family and you know my yeah. true friends yeah oh wow it's yeah it's, I've, i would like to say it. yeah no, but honestly like your really your positive attitude i think it really left an impact of a lot of us uh, like despite you going through all of that you can still be you know you and it, it helped, uh, I don't know, for me, I feel like when you're going through that and every time I met you, you're like so happy and still so cheerful. It made me like lessen my worry in a, a bit. And you know, I was like, okay, you know, he's going to be fine. Yeah, because you know really how- It made me feel so uncomfortable also, which, which I think is, is a really good thing. Uh. Yeah. yeah, actually the word is correct. Like very uncomfortable. You know, when you, when you approach someone who's going through cancer, right, you'd be like, <gasps> you, you watch your words, you know, yeah, you watch yeah. your every step. Oh, I don't want to offend you. 
Oh, yeah. can I, you know you will be very overly cautious, but you didn't give that vibe to us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's like, you know, it's most of the time he's cracking jokes. I remember what he posted on on uh, Christmas, right? Christmas yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you tell that, tell that. Well, I was like, what's the post you, you did again? I was like, uh, I think it was it was trending, right? That ten years. Uh, ten year. It's a ten year challenge. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's like uh, this is what Jared posted. I think like ten years ago, it was two Christmas uh, ornaments. And then 10 years later, it was one, one Christmas, Christmas ornament. ornament. It was a round one. Yeah, it was a round one. <laughs> round Christmas ornament. I was looking at it, I was, I was wondering, what does this mean? Oh my God. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know whether to laugh, you know? But the thing is with Jared, we care because he's like, yeah, laugh, laugh, what the hell, you know? Um, yeah. I know, not, 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 I'm not, we're not, we're not condoning that we should do that with everyone. <laughs> but for me, is what, what I'm trying to get at is, is your positive attitude has just made a very big change in how how you handle this whole entire ordeal and, and we it, it, you made it look like it was not a big deal and that that was how i uh 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 perceived it is like <laughs> yeah okay you know when i go up to jared it's not so much about hey, how you as hey yeah come you know you know <laughs> don't play basketball <laughs> hey don't play you know he, he reaches out they play basketball yeah okay play basketball i mean not, i'm not saying now but you know these type of things yeah and you know like uh random messages and everything like it's normal and i was like and it was so quick it was so fast it, everything happened like almost like yeah it's, it, it really happened very very fast yeah it's crazy uh yeah la, i and i'm like you i mean even before this it's always hard to talk to someone who's dealing with a certain sickness mm -hmm. i know i know what you mean but um because of this i was introduced to this uh, inverted comma secret group. Oh wow! <laughs> There's a lot of like young cancer survivors, and I met mm. even the seniors. Oh wow! Uh, okay, and all of them just want to live life actually, and uh, they actually gather every month to do mm -hmm. activities and stuff. Wow! Even some I met who are like no hope ready one. They are they are who like it's just a matter of time. Mm -hmm. But when you meet them, they are so energetic and. And I even met one uh, who's in Jason Leong's um, Jiu-Jitsu. Oh. Yeah. So yes, he mentioned about it before. Uh, there was this guy who went through cancer. I think he's healed already, right? I'm not sure if he's 100% healed. But he was kicking everybody's ass yeah. in the Jiu-Jitsu class. Mm. I'm like, Jiu-Jitsu would be the last thing I want to do when <laughs> right. I'm going through 12 cycles of chemo. Because he has oh. to go like 12 cycles or something. Oh, yeah. oh my God. Yeah. But he shared a secret. I said like, oh bro, you should have taken this and that. I'm like, oh, I wish I had met you earlier. Oh <laughs> man. Wow. That's, yeah. that's, um, I hope it inspires the, to the people, uh, I hope it inspires everyone listening. La. Yeah. Because like, not just, let's, let's, not, let's not narrow it down to just only cancer. Yeah. I guess you are in control of your own emotions and you are in control of uh, the, the decisions you make on whether you want to be happy or not. And Correct. that's that's basically you know where I'm trying to get at. Yeah. yeah. Because Jared has, for me is don't talk about what Jared has gone through, but you know no matter how uh I, I okay no matter how pissed off Jared can get, whether <laughs> it's with regards to to whatever he's going through or work or whatever or not, he still basically puts off a joker mentality. <laughs> and sometimes I'm like, I'm not sure whether you are angry or you are you know you are really unhappy or you are just like oh, I don't care. You know that things. And, and it's it's always been that. And for that I I really applaud you, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it it helped that uh, having I guess gone through this. There's a lot of people who reached out mm -hmm. who had similar conditions and they asked about things and some even caught it because of me sharing mm. the news. 
Right. So that, that's great, lah. Yeah. How do you, how does one actually check themselves for testicular cancer? Hmm. Trying to, to, to explain it on. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it is a challenge because it's like you have to use okay. words to basically yes. explain this. There's actually this. Okay, before I get to that, yeah, <laughs> like easy way out, right? Yeah. Uh, when you when you hold mm-hmm. or grab your testicle, yep, just one of it, right? Okay. And then if the insides, right, is move, right, like a there's like a seed, yeah, in your yeah. skin, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. if you press it, it sort of moves around. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. As long as it's moved. And there's no bumps, you're cool. Okay. You're safe. Okay. So the moment you feel like there's a bump, like irregular bump, so it's like smooth, then suddenly like wood, there's okay. like a bump. Uh go and check. Oh right. It's not hundred percent cancer, but at least go and check. There's something. Okay. And you gotta do this for both sides individually. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Okay. And if you are not sure through my explanation, there is a video in the UK which is on YouTube. Uh, where a doctor actually shows you how to check for it mm. on a morning show. Wow. Yes, a naked man. An actual there. naked man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he actually shows. Oh, wow. YouTube, never, YouTube never censored. No, you, you can because it's for educational purposes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. It's not. It's I not, mean, not, if you it's get not the seven floors of Japan. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> seven floor, how to check for testicular cancer. <laughs> oh <my laughs> so dark. Oh. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, I, I mean, like, uh, I, I, I take it that, you know, things are, I mean, obviously you're cleared of, uh, you're clear, cleared of cancer. How, do, how does one actually, how does one turn whether they're cleared? Is it the right way to say you're cleared of cancer right now? So um, the other fun fact, is that our technology has yet to reach the point where we could say that someone is clear of cancer. Right. Yeah. And this is not just Malaysia, but it's worldwide. Worldwide, yeah. So there is no 100% kill. Mm-hmm. That's why we still go back to chemo where we just kill off every cell just to be safe. And there are cases like mine, the doctor said, where it seems like I'm okay. Yep. But uh, 20 years down the road, suddenly it comes back. They call mm. is it a call? It's called a relapse. Yeah. So do you still go for regular checkups and stuff like that? Yeah. So by right, uh, next month is my next checkup. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Wow. And oh man, and to think that um like uh this billions billions of dollars have been donated into cancer research and for the like for so long yeah. right. It's still yeah. so tough to actually find something to eradicate this this uh this yeah. this this uh disease and stuff like that. I mean, like, for me, is I personally have donated uh to the Cancer Research Society. I've been doing that for for quite a while actually. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's just like every time I hear uh stories like that, I get very very. For me, it's, I just get very. Uh, sometimes I get sad, but sometimes I see how they basically come out of it. I get very inspired. I mean, like, yeah. wow, these people are like you know they 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 basically are uh warriors they are the true warriors because judging from what what uh, i mean based on what jared has actually mentioned not only are you battling the disease you're battling with yourself you're battling your mental your mental yeah. self as mm-hmm. well to basically either push yourself uh or put yourself in a position where okay you know what i'm going to be positive or basically put yourself in a position where you know what screw this i'm just going to be negative 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 and just give up yeah and for them to basically go towards the positive side takes a lot of effort especially when you're going through something that is like physically damaging to yourself and something that's going to be physically damaging to your mental health as well 
so yeah and i'm glad and i'm glad that you know until today i mean right now i just uh, i just for me is i i just feel like you're just clear you're just jared you're just jared anymore there's nothing that basically comes in between yeah uh, you know, you and me, there's no such thing as like, oh, you know, I don't look at you that way, like, oh, dancers, uh, what, Jared's a cancer survivor, Jared's Jared. Yeah, chill out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just lighter. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I mean? But yeah, oh Jared, thank you so much for uh, for sharing your story today. No it's I, I hope um, anyone listening would basically take away something from this today. You know, if I don't want to say, I mean, if you know someone who's going through, uh, you know, a hard time because of cancer, maybe something from today's episode would help you, would help you help them. Or maybe if you're going through one yourself, maybe yeah. this will help you today as well. Most importantly is it's always good to basically put your loved ones before you, before anything else. And before go for checkups. Yeah, I go for yeah, checkups. checkups. Don't yeah. take things for granted. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. So Jared, before we go, would you like to say anything to our listeners? Yeah, uh, I think this is quite important. Like you mentioned about donation, right? Yep. Uh, look at Cancer Research Malaysia. They are a team who are who's been uh, like acknowledged by overseas on the results they've been producing on uh, battling cancer. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think give them a shot. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much for listening to us. Remember, you can stream us on uh, Apple Podcasts on Spotify. You can also watch this video on Jenny Boy TV Hangouts. Give it a like, give it a thumbs up, give it a share, leave a comment or share with all your friends, inspire more people. Thank you so much. And of course, if you want to listen, uh, hey, no, if you want to follow us on our Instagram page, what's our Instagram handle that we hardly update? At Mama Sessions. (laughs) (laughs) All right, man. Thank you very much, everybody. Remember, stay safe. We'll speak to you guys next time.